Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, December 7th, 2023, and this is day 2087 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you and praise you so much. Thank you, Lord, for refreshing us, renewing us, and and, uh revitalizing us, Father, and giving us that fresh new zeal and a new awakening to go forth and accomplish everything you've given us to do today. Help us to not worry about tomorrow or focus on yesterday, that this is a new day and that we embrace it in the name of Jesus. I thank you so much, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is unsubscribe to the nonsense. Yep. We have a lot of nonsense going on all around us, and it's time to separate ourselves from that by unsubscribing to it. We're going to be coming out of 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 1 through 39. We're going to start at actually verse 2. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 25, starting at verse 2, and it says, A certain man in Mayod, who had property there at Carmel, was very wealthy. He had a thousand goats and three thousand sheep, which he was shearing in Carmel. His name was Nabal, and his wife's name was Abigail. She was an intelligent and beautiful woman, but her husband was surly and mean in his dealings. He was a Calebite. His name also meant fool. Verse 4, while David was in the wilderness, he heard that Nabal was shearing sheep. So he sent ten young men and said to them, Go up to Nabal at Carmel and greet him in my name. Say to him, Long life to you, good health to you and your household, and good health to all that is yours. So he's showing good hospitality. You know, when we greet someone, we need to, to greet them with respect, you know. And so then verse 7, it says, Now I hear that it is sheep shearing time. When your shepherds were with us, we did not mistreat them. And the whole time they were at Carmel, nothing of theirs was missing. Ask your own servants and they will tell you. Therefore, be favorable toward my men since we come at a festive time. Please give your servants and your son David whatever you can find for them. When David's men arrived, They gave Nabal this message in David's name. Then they waited. Nabal answered David's servants, Who is this David? Who is the son of Jesse? Many servants are breaking away from their masters these days. Why should I take my bread and water and the meat I have slaughtered for my shearers and give it to men coming from who knows where? David's men turned around and went back. When they arrived, they reported every word. David said to his men, each of you strap on your sword. So they did. And David strapped on his on on strapped his on as well. About 400 men went up with David while 200 stayed with the supplies. One of the servants told Abigail, Nabal's wife, 
David sent messengers from the wilderness to give our master his greetings, but he hurled insults at them. Yet these men were very good to us. Remember, David said, ask your own men. They'll tell you. We treated them well when they were, you know, in our camp and we gave them what they needed. And this servant is testifying to that. He says, they did not mistreat us. And the whole time we were out in the fields near them, nothing was missing. They protected them. Night and day, they were a wall around us the whole time we were herding our sheep near them. Now think it over and see what you can do because disaster is hanging over our master and his whole household. He is such a wicked man that no one can talk to him. Abigail acted quickly. She took 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five dressed sheep, five seas of roasted grain, a hundred cakes of raisins and 200 cakes of pressed figs and loaded them on donkeys. Then she told her servants, go on ahead. I'll follow you. But she did not tell her husband Nabal. This woman knew what she needed to do. This was a life or death situation. Just imagine that your life is at stake right now. The whole family, the whole group, your servants, Everybody in that household will, could certainly die because of the actions of Nabal, this one person. Verse 20, as she came riding her donkey into the mountain ravine, there were David and his men descending toward her and she met them. David had just said, it's been useless all my watching over this fellow's property in the wilderness so that nothing of his was missing. He has paid me back evil for good. May God deal with David, be it ever so severely, if by morning I leave alive one male of all who belong to him. Yeah, it was going to be a slaughter. He was going to kill all the men. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off her donkey and bowed down before David with her face to the ground. She fell at his feet and said, pardon your servant, my Lord, and let me speak to you. Hear what your servant has to say. And then also remember, David was a warrior. He was a fighter. He was uh, very strategic and very good at war. All right. Verse 25, please pay no attention, my Lord, to that wicked man, Nabal. He is just like his name. His name means fool and folly goes with him. And as for me, your servant, I did not see the men my Lord sent. And now, my Lord, as surely as the Lord your God lives and as you live, since the Lord has kept you from bloodshed and from avenging yourself with your own hands, may your enemies and all who are intent on harming my Lord be like Nabal. She's saying if, you know, anybody that does that is a fool, just like Nabal, her husband. And let this gift which your servant has brought to my Lord be giving to the men, given to the men who follow you. Please forgive your servant's presumption. The Lord your God will certainly make a lasting dynasty for my Lord because you fight the Lord's battles and no wrongdoing will be found in you as long as you live. She is laying it out and she's letting him know, even prophesying, knowing that he's getting ready to be king. Even though, verse 29, even though someone is pursuing you to take your life, 
the life of my Lord will be bound securely in the bundle of the living by the Lord your God. But the lives of your enemies will hurl away as from the pocket of a sling. And every time I read this, that just jumps out at me. You see, David killed Goliath with a slingshot. And she is she's pulling it all out as God is pouring into her things that are familiar to David and that will resonate in his heart. Verse 30, when the Lord has fulfilled for my Lord every good thing he promised concerning him and has appointed him ruler over Israel, my Lord will not have on his conscience the staggering burden of needless bloodshed or having avenged himself. She's saying, when you become king, you don't want this stuff on your heart. You're, you're a good man of God. And when the Lord your God has brought my Lord success, remember your servant. Oh yeah, she's even putting a plug in for herself. <laughs> what a mighty woman of God she is. David said to Abigail, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. May you be blessed for your good judgment and for keeping me from bloodshed this day and from avenging myself with my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, who has kept me from harming you, if you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal would have been left alive by daybreak. Oh, David is what a humble man he was. <clears throat> and he acknowledged God. He heard God and he glorified God for sending her to him to save him from taking vengeance. Then David accepted from her hand what she had brought him and said, go home in peace. I have heard your words and granted your request. When Abigail went to Nabal, he was in the house holding a banquet like that of a king. He was in high spirits and very drunk. So she told him nothing at all until daybreak. <clears throat> then in the morning when Nabal was sober, his wife told him all these things and his heart failed him and he became like a stone. About 10 days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Praise be to the Lord who has upheld my cause against Nabal for treating me with contempt. He has kept his servant from going wrong and has brought Nabal's wrongdoing down on his own head. Then David sent word to Abigail asking her to become his wife. And of course she did. <clears throat> and remember, she said, remember me. Ah, and, and David did. And he saw that she was a uh, Quite a catch. <laughs> Quite a mighty woman of God. So point number one. I had noticed I have been getting so many emails that were just cluttering up my, e my email. And this is on my, my business email. Just so many things. <clears throat> and I just yesterday I thought, what is going on? And I, and, and you know, I'll, I would get frustrated as I would go through and trying to get to the messages I need to see. And then I finally said, I'm doing something about this. I'm unsubscribing <laughs> to all of this stuff that is a mess. 
So often, we can get caught up into nonsense if we're not careful. We can even fly off the handle and and revert back to our old ways that God delivered us from. When people hurt us or, or do us wrong, one of the first things that comes to mind is revenge, payback. But God wants us to give give even those things to him and not take vengeance into our own hands. God said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. When we attempt to do it, now we're trying to be God. We need to give it to the Lord and leave it there. Don't attempt to pick it back up. Don't revert back to your old ways. You've been set free from that bondage. And it's time to walk in that freedom always and resting in the Lord and knowing how to take on his mantle, his ways, his personality, his attitude, and allowing him to take care of us. Point number two, sometimes God will send someone to encourage uh, you, even give you the hardcore truth, as he did with David when he sent Abigail. Abigail was preaching, admonishing, encouraging, correcting, and she was doing it all in love. She did it in respect. She came first with a gift. She got his attention. And then she went right into that word. She did it in love. <clears throat> and she was saving lives, physically and spiritually. We need to be careful to avoid the pitfalls of the enemy who wants to entrap us, not only to destroy ourselves, but others. It's time to unsubscribe to the nonsense of this world and focus on the peace and the joy and the love of the Lord and begin to walk in it. Not not just look at it, not just wish we had it, just accept it and begin to walk in it. And, and one way is saying, praying to God, thank you, Lord, for Pouring out your love and your joy and your peace and your ways in my life. Help me, Lord, to walk in that way each and every day, each and every moment of my life. As simple as that, in Jesus' name, amen. And when we see a brother or sister stumbling, we need to remind them of who they are in the Lord. Remind them of their calling, of their anointing, of their gifts, of their purpose encouraging them to stay focused on God and his will for their lives so that they don't stumble and do the wrong thing and regret it for the rest of their lives. Yes, we all have an assignment to encourage and edify and uplift one another. And then there comes a time when we need that same type of support. I'll never forget many years ago in my early days, you know, after getting saved in my early 20s and, um, you know, it might have been five years in or so. And, and I remember still having this burden uh, and and uh, anger and, you know, not understanding, you know, why was I going through what I was going through and, you know, just so many things. And, and I remember going down to the altar to pray when the pastor had said, come down and pray. And, and, and I, and I was laying out and crying out to the Lord. And, and, uh, I remember someone coming and, and I remember the lady very vividly. I knew her well, a young woman, and she came down and she gently just laid her hand on my back while I was praying. And she prayed with me 
And and then the Lord gave her something for me, just for me. I'll never forget it. She began to encourage me with her words and she began to edify and 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 even speak certain things that only God would have shown her that I was going through. And then she had me sit up at the altar, like just raise up. And then she said, take your hands. My hands were turned palm up, turn them over my hands where I could see my palms. And then she said, now lay them flat down on the altar. So turn my palm over and to lay it on the altar. And she said, now that represents all the things you're carrying, basically all the things you've been holding and harboring, all the hurt and the pain. And now you're laying it there as though you're laying it before God, which we were. And now she said, now pick your hands up. Now leave all of that there with God. Don't go back and pick it up again. And that was my habit of going and praying and leaving it there. So I thought, but then I'd pick it right back up. And after that, Oh my gosh, it was freedom. I broke free of it. I was rejoicing. It was that one simple thing that God gave her to share with me so that I could be free, so that I can truly flow in the way God would have me to and begin to recognize those gifts and begin to use them to glorify the kingdom of God. What about you? What is it that it could be something you not let go of? It could be something where, you know what? I'm going to get you back for what you did to me. And it might be just one of those curses that runs in the family line where everybody pays each other back. In some families, you know, and it's in the same in my own family, uh, where people, uh, my aunts and uncles from way back, you know, were angry about things and and they would hold a grudge against each other for, for years. And, and it might have been over a card game or, or something somebody said and it hurt, but they didn't forget it. And so they didn't, there were times where they didn't speak to each other for years and God brought deliverance. Oh, glory to God. And, and with my, through my mom and, and my aunt and others who worked out those differences through the Lord. Once we get saved, see, and we come to know Jesus, we want to, we want to do things according to his way, not our way any longer. So letting those things go, whatever it is, and that's just one example. It could be so many other things. You know what it is. Simply go to God. And ask him to help you with that and give it to him. And then walk in that freedom, knowing that he's got your back. He's going to take care of everything for you. He's no respecter of persons, just as he did for David and Abigail. He'll do the same for you. Now, the most important thing you could ever do is accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Romans 10 and 9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. That means you will spend eternity with the Lord rather than eternity in hell. Glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you. Show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen.
men. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. Thank you all so very much for all you do for us, for your support, your prayers, and your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.